0: Hey, what's Uh-oh. up, everybody? Pat here, and welcome to episode 547 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your business questions five days a week. All right, here's today's question from Valerie. Aloha, Pat. My name is Valerie Ray. I closed my brick-and-mortar shop about 18 months ago, bambouleh. Now I focus solely on the boutique's website for online sales, www.bomboulet.com. It's a scaled down version of the unique boutique, but it's not doing as well as I'd hoped. My question to you is, do you think that I should niche it down and focus specifically on an item that was one of our best sellers from the past when we were open as the brick and mortar shop? Thank you for all that you do and all the things that you provide. Great information. You're awesome. Aloha. Hey, Valerie. Aloha. Thank you so much for the question today. Uh, I appreciate it. And, you know, niching down on an e-commerce site to focus on a best-selling item is always a smart idea. I've seen people like Gary Vaynerchuk do this on his wine uh, website and and so many others. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to get rid of everything else, though. I think that's another mistake that a lot of people make, especially in e-commerce. When they have a best-selling item, obviously it's important to put that up there. It's best-selling for a reason. But I've seen a lot of people narrow down just to one specific item only and not even offer any other ones. And that's a huge mistake because people love to buy more from people they love to buy from already. And so having your featured item on the front page, for example, big up front, do promotion for it. I think there's a lot of things you could do also to increase sales from there. For example, uh, running short promotions, uh, being able to use scarcity to your advantage, for example, making sure that on a holiday season or some sort of week, for example, it's only priced at a certain point for a certain amount of time until it goes up again, or there's bonuses available with that. Uh, You can also package that item with other items that you have too, but it's important that not only that's featured up front, but you have other upsells and other things down the road. That's where I think a lot of people who are in the e-commerce especially fall short is they sell one product and one product only. If you have somebody who's interested in one product, then it's really easy to upsell them more either after the purchase or even during that checkout process. Now, Valerie, I don't know how sophisticated you're getting with your sales process online, but there's a lot of things you could do to test what's working and what's not. You could use tools like Optimizely.com, for example, or others to see and split test different images, different copy, different offers, and all those sorts of things. And that's what I would recommend you do. I think it's really smart. To focus on a best-selling item, however, because that's what you should be doing. We should always be working on and implementing and optimizing what is already working. So if you know this is a best-selling item, yeah, absolutely feature it. And have it be the one that's featured in any advertisements that you do. Uh, I would also recommend, if you have yet to do so, uh, experimenting with and implementing retargeting. This is something that I know... Works really, really well, both in the sort of information world, but especially in the e-commerce world. You might have noticed this happening already with sites like Amazon or other sites that you go to for when you see a product, for example, you go and visit the sales page, and if you don't purchase, you'll see that item pop up in advertisements all around the web that are served up through other systems that are third-party systems that we don't need to get into now. But retargeting is really, really powerful. So if you have somebody visit your website, for example, or even that particular item and they don't check out, hopefully you can track and see how many people are visiting that page versus how many people are not converting so that you can track and see if this actually works, which it should. And what happens is it uses a little cookie or a little image on the site uh, again, that's what retargeting does, and it basically, if people don't purchase after going on that page, the next time they go to Facebook, for example, if you use Facebook retargeting, uh, they'll see an ad for that image, and it might even get as honed in as saying, "Hey, we know you're interested in this. Uh, want uh, you know, come check it out. Here's a special deal for you. You know, so there's nothing to lose there, right? Because people who were on the page and then dropped off, they weren't going to purchase anyway. But if you remind them that this thing is there plus give them a little bit of a discount, you're making more money than if you hadn't done that because people would have left and have never come back. Retargeting is a great, great, great powerful tool that I'm, I'm excited to get involved with uh, starting this year later in the year once some more products come out. So, Valley ho- hopefully that plants some seeds in your head and gives you some thoughts of what you could do. I think anybody doing e-commerce could benefit from retargeting, and that's actually where I would start in addition to making sure that you know you give some good deals and make sure that you are focusing on not just the best-selling item but what happens after Uh, people become customers too. Also, I'd recommend uh, reaching out to your existing customers and seeing what else they might need. Valerie, thanks so much. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. Thank you so much. For everybody else out there, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much. I also want to tease out a little bit that the audio book for Will It Fly, a lot of you have been asking about that actually because a lot of you I know listen to audio. Obviously, you're listening to this audio. But instead of reading the book, you can listen to it. And I just finished recording the audio book. It will be available next month at at some moment in time there's uh, a review process through audible.com which is where it will be served and um, you know editing we're doing that right now so it's it's going to be great Um, very happy with how it turned out and I look forward to sharing that with you you could check it out at willitflybook.com if you're listening to this in the future, and um, it'll be available on that Amazon page through audible.com, and I look forward to uh, to putting that in your ears uh, later on. So thank you again so much. Just wanted to share that that was coming, and as always, i like to end with a quote, and today's quote is from Bill Gates. He said, your most unhappy customers are your greatest source of learning. Great message.